Welcome to the Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 193, The Omen. This podcast day will come. Oh, it will. I mean, it might be 10 years, but it'll come. <laughs> it's already been four. It's already been What's four. What's another six years? What's another six years between friends? Sure. Nothing. Drop a bu- <laughs> drop of the bucket of our friendship. Six years. Yeah, really. When, when will we... Will we be at 25 years next year? How old are you going to be? No, we won't be. We will be at 23 years next year. Oh, really? 2022 will be 23 years. Wait, 24 years? You were 18. How old will you be next year? 41. 23 years then. Okay. Next year. Now y'all know how old we are, or at least how old chaos is. (laughs) I'm 29. Fuck we you. met when I was in pre- when I was in preschool. <laughs> I'm gonna go at 29. So what's going on? How you doing today? Fine, I guess. How are you? Why are you so cranky all of a sudden? Because I yeah. told him how old yes, you are. Because you ruined my secret. Your secret was your my age. My secret. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. It's hurting me for everyone to not know my age. It's hurting other people for to know your age. Should it's hurting other secret? people to not know my age. Yeah, they that need to know how old you are. They need to know how old you are. No, they don't. They're not going to trust you if you're some like 20-year-old podcaster talking about horror movies. You know how experience. What do you got? You got like You probably just insulted like a lot of podcasters. <laughs> you know that, right? Oh, God. Cut that out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fine, a 12-year-old podcaster. You don't know anything when you're 12. You don't know anything. Uh, how are you doing, though? Fine, how are you? Um, a little less sassy than you are, apparently, today. <laughs> Chaos is sassy today. That'll be that'll be the, the, the word of the day, sassy. Oh, really, will it? Sassy, huh? Listen to that sassiness just in that. Oh, my God, it's so sassy. I can't handle the sassy. Chaos told me today that I do not entertain them. I am not entertaining. You. Not entertaining. Oh, I was being mean. Yeah. <laughs> you were. And I'm hurting now. And I'm crying in the corner because I don't entertain you. Yeah, right. Okay. I'm the downfall of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're so not entertaining. Thank goodness I'm around. <laughs> ha ha ha. Should we just hop right in? Because this is like. This is like part two of last week, really, this week. This really is, yeah, I agree, a part two episode. I should probably say what we did, and then we could say why it's a part two. Yeah. Should I get into that first? Yeah, let's do that. Let grapple from my phone here, with all my notes on it. This week, we did The Omen 2006, which I just found out was also called The Omen 666. Yes. Mm. Scary. <laughs> it was done in 2006, obviously. It was um, an hour and 15 minutes long, which is one minute less than the original. And it got a 5.5 on the IMDb scale. What about the tomato meter? So glad that you asked because you see the tomato meter is a green splotch at a 26%. Really? Critics consensus, even with the force of a classic behind it, Remake Fever can't hold up to the hollowness of this style-drenched omen. Audience score, 40%. Much better. Uh, yeah, yeah. So just to reboot, in case you didn't see reboot, in case you didn't see last week, we did the original Omen, done in 1976. 
Yes, we did. 40, 30 years prior? 30 years. Math is so hard for me. No, 30 years was the 2006 anniversary. What? 30, it was 30 years in 2006. That's what I meant. I said 40 at first. I was like, wait, 30. Yeah. Because math is not my forte. Or counting. Or numbers in general. So we're trying to put these two head to head. Do you happen to remember what our ratings were last week? Because I don't. I think it was like an eight something for both of us, wasn't it? Mine was a nine. Mine was an eight something. Mm-hmm. Eight something. Um, it doesn't really matter the details on that one, but it was. They were both pretty high, so we're gonna have to compare at the end because I really think neither of them are gonna be anywhere near. Yeah. Just saying. So we're kind of in the octagon with these two movies. We're not in the octagon this week. The movies are in the, the octagon. The movies are in the octagon. Yeah. We should probably say who we are and what we do. We, we're totally out of order this week. I mean, this is just... It's chaos. It's chaos, completely. <laughs> God. Well, I love it when it's chaos. But of course you do. that's just because I'm chaos. There's never any carnage. I mean, when do you ever see bloodshed in this podcast? Never. Well, you never see it, that's for sure. <laughs> True. <laughs> We are They Mostly Podcast at Night. We are two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks so you don't have to. Um, and most of the time it's because we genuinely want to share the movie with you, our wonderful listeners. But sometimes it's because we want to bother the other host. Because that's how our friendship works. It lives in the hashtag Marianas Trench of Hate, where there is an octagon where we MMA-style fight and duke it out when we don't see eye-to-eye on movies. Pretty common. Which is pretty common. Um, And also, warnings for spoilers ahead and expletives ahead. Right. But as I said this week, we're in the corner. We're in the cafe. We're in Mm -hmm. the cat cafe. Petting some cats. Yay! I'm petting kitties in the cat cat, cafe. The cat. I can't no, say it. The cat cafe. I like the cat cafe. The cat cafe. <laughs> but we're looking out the window at the octagon where these two movies are fighting. Who will win? Who will reign ultimate supreme? Let's find out. Should we uh, do a little casting? Yes, let's talk about the cast. Hit me with it. I will as soon as I get into my phone. I sent it to you. I don't know what the problem is. I had to get back into my phone. <laughs> Liev Schreiber was Robert. Uh, he was in, of course, he was Cotton Weary, of course, in The Screams. Uh, he was in X-Men Origins as Victor, and then he was also in the movie Ransom. Julia Stiles was Kate. Ten Things I Hate About You, The Bourne Movies, and Save the Last Dance. She was really popular in the 90s. Yes, she was. Really popular. I didn't know she was in the Bourne movies. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's Nikki. Oh, she kicks some ass in the Bourne movies. Oh, really? Yeah, you got to watch those with me. Okay, Seamus Davy Fitzpatrick was Damien. He was in Pawn Sacrifice, Moonrise Kingdom, and Before Midnight. David Thewlis was Keith. Oh, we love David Thewlis. David Thewlis. That's why I bought this movie and watched this movie. Let's, let's, let's preface it with that. Uh, he was in the Harry Potter movie as Renus Lupin. He was in Divorcing Jack and Warhorse, among many others. Mia Farrow was Mrs. Blaylock. Um, she was in Rosemary's Baby, Hannah and Her Sisters, and Alice. Pete Postlewaith as Father Brennan. This makes me so sad. He was in Inception, The Lost World, The Town, and The Usual Suspects. I loved him in The Lost World, I actually. Him. He passed away years ago, and I just love him still. He's pretty awesome. Michael Gambon was... That is not how you spell Boogenhagen. 
I didn't know. Shut up. Thank you. Shut up. Boogengain. <laughs> Thank you. Shut up. Move on. Michael Gambon was Boogenhagen. He was, of course, Dumbledore in the Harry Potter movies. He was also in Cake, which I love, Gosford Park, and the Paddington movies. And we have one honorable mention who was Henry Stevens, who was the original Damien in the original movie. He was tabloid reporter number three. Ooh. Not number one. Not number two. Number three. Like, they couldn't even give him number one. Come on now. And that was the only movie he had been in, so. Why you yes. got to do him dirty like that? I know, right? It sucks. Ay, ay, ay. Um, do you want a little summary? I would love one of Carnage's famous five-second summaries. Hollywood has gotten lazy, and the year ends in six. Things go awry. <laughs> nice. Thank you. I appreciate that one. Well, it's so specific for this one, even more so. The screenwriter got very fucking lazy. If you watch these movies back-to-back, which Chaos and I did, the script is word-for-word, basically. It is sometimes word-for-word. It is so close. In fact, it is so close that they didn't even give him writing credit. I am mad at you. I told you about that. You're taking my trivia. I read that trivia. I, t- I told you that trivia when we were watching the movie, though. I'm stealing my trivia that I give you. Sorry, I forgot. It's okay. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's shot by shot remake. I pretty much. I mean, they changed like four things. It's pretty pretty great. And what are those four things that they changed? Chaos. Because no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Ouch! Out with the knives tonight. <laughs> um, we should probably get into the real summary, shouldn't we? Yeah, we should. You know what? If I could fucking find it, I would do it with you, <laughs> but I can't. So you're on your own. <laughs> okay, so let's make it a short summary because I have a lot to say. All right. Um, Short-ish. it's exactly the same as our summary from last week. Ta-da, we're done. <laughs> um, it's. Pretty much is. I mean, you got... Was the cool elevator in the hospital in this movie? No, it was in the last movie, wasn't it? Even the cool elevator was in the last fucking movie. I mean, they didn't even have a cool elevator to go with this time. Go watch the last movie if you know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying. From the hospital in Italy. Let's see here. Robert and his wife are in Italy because he's an ambassador in Italy. He's She's like a, giving birth. He's like an assistant ambassador or something. <sighs> he's something. It's a very important thing. We don't know what it is. He's like a junior ambassador. I don't know. He's oh, that's right. He's junior ambassador. That's what he is. Yeah. Oh, that is an important plot point, actually. That's right. Okay. So he's a junior ambassador. He's in Italy. His wife gives birth. Baby dies, supposedly. They're given this other baby that suddenly his, their mother, you know, that one's mother died. At the same time. How coincidence. And he doesn't tell her once again. No, that's all the same. Yeah. But we get moved to England. So here's where it's a little bit different. He's actually junior ambassador to the ambassador. Right. And it's such a great thing still. So they're all happy. And they know Stephen, the ambassador. And it's so wonderful for Stephen. Um, deputy ambassador. That's what they call him. Mm-hmm. Assistant to the regional but, manager. But he gets um, promoted. And so... Wait. No, we got to talk about why he gets promoted. Why he gets promoted. No, no, the junior ambassador, the guy he replaces, gets promoted. I'm not talking about Liev. Oh, okay. 
I'm to saying, ambassador. I'm saying his boss gets promoted to ambassador. So then he gets promoted to assistant ambassador. Assistant to the ambassador. <laughs> Sorry. It's like deputy ambassador. It's pretty, yeah. Yeah. And then you want to? Yes. Okay, go. Yes, because I'm really excited about this part. So you see Steven. You meet Steven in the one scene where they leave baby Damien somewhere. Like, they're constantly leaving this kid behind. I'm just going to point that out first. Julia takes him into the, the, the hallway, and then we never see Damien again. He's there somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's watching this little bratty kid, but apparently not his parents. Anyway, we meet Steven. Steven then goes down to his car after they talk about all this exposition about, oh, it's so great because Steven got ambassador. Now you're deputy ambassador to him. And, eh, we care. It gets kind of Final Destination-y, people. Oh, so Final Destination-y. Because Steven gets into his car. There is a tanker truck that's... um. It shifts into neutral on its own and leaks yeah. out some gas. And while a guy's walking by, he lets go of a cigarette. He flicks his cig. So the tanker truck comes at Stephen, who's stuck in traffic, his car, fills his car with gasoline, and then just hits the cigarette and it goes kablooey. If that is not Final Destination-y... Yeah, completely. I don't know what is. It was totally Final Destination. It was like WTF. It's, I love this because it's, it steals from so many movies. When it, when it does go off course ever so slightly, it's because it stole from something else. Yeah. It's just like there's not one original thought in this whole movie. Not even a little bit. So then we, we fast forward. Um, he's godson to the president in this one. He's not the president's roommate. He was godson to the president in this, this, move, this version. So that's how we get the the deputy the ambassadorship when his mm. the fa- boss dies. A little slight difference, only because the president's fuck old and Liev Schreiber is not as anywhere near. He's more age appropriate than Robert. Uh, I still don't Gregory think there was, was anything wrong with Gregory Peck in that role. I just, I don't know. I do. I will fight you on this. We're gonna have to fight about We're it. We're gonna have to fight about it. It's fine. But anyway, it's the same thing. Catherine got a house. It's too big. Oh, my God. They go walking in this abandoned playground slash river. And Damien goes missing. And he scares her from behind a tree. And then it's Damien's birthday party. Anything different so far? No. Damien's nurse. Oh, God. I was just going to say, the, the, the only thing that's, like, the first thing that's different is, like, instead of going to the drive through safari, they go to the zoo. That's later, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's after the, the nanny kills herself. I know. You just said after the birthday. Oh, no. I was just saying, then we're at the birthday, and then the nanny kills herself. Right. It's all for you, Damien. Oh, so one, instead of going through a plate glass window, her shoe falls off into the punch bowl, breaking the punch bowl and the table, yeah, splattering stuff everywhere. Table. Which then, this is kind of funny, because everyone goes screaming, like there's a fucking killer on the like loose. Like Godzilla's there. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like everyone's shocked. They go screaming and running. Like, there's like a, what did I say? Like a, a, not very appropriate, especially this week, but like an active shooter, which I'm sorry, happens all the time. Unfortunately, it happened this week too in Michigan. But yeah, it's exactly what it felt like. There was an active shooter on the scene and they all went fucking running for their lives. It was very odd. Yeah. So that was different. Right. Um... 
the interaction I feel like between Julia Stiles' character and the nanny was different too. Yeah. Like she was more, oh, I'll take him. Not like. I'll take him. Uh, like in, in um, I can't who was the original chick? Lee something. Lee. Yeah. Lee was kind of more sus of the nanny. But like, I'll, no, it's fine. You go. I'll take him. Like, she was a little more colder and harder to the nanny, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, but Julia Stiles was actually really warm, and she liked her nanny, it seemed like, from the short interaction we got, and she's like, oh, no, I'll take him, you know. Um, but yeah, nanny still kills herself. Yeah. Because it's all for Damien. It's all for Damien. And the they dog's different. See a, they see a, well, they see a different dog at the party. They see a black German shepherd, but so cute. very pretty dog. But then the dog that stays with them is a Rottweiler again. Doesn't make any sense. Why would you chain dogs up like that? I mean, like, if you're going to change to a black German Shepherd, fine. Stick to the fucking black German Shepherd. It makes more sense cohesively. Yeah. I don't understand why they changed dogs. It didn't make any sense to me. Did you see anything on trivia about that at all? Like, one was more trained than the other or anything, or no? No. So we move on. We get uh, Mrs. Blaylock, who I feel like Mia Farrow. Fuck this. I feel like. It's, like, so hard for me to not hold my breath because you're holding your breath. I feel like Mia Farrow played a different Blaylock. Like, she was the more subtle one that they were trying for the last movie. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't see she's evil right away. Yeah. She definitely plays it. She definitely plays it warm and sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. And she doesn't fight as much with Kate or anything or doesn't give any suspicions. I mean, yeah, she brings the dog in, but you don't see the dog too much later. You know, the dog's back, and she doesn't fight him as much on it. She's just more adaptive. She's less harsh and cold. Um, and in this one, too, we get more behind the scenes from Kate. You kind of get more in depth with Kate where she's, you kind of sense it more from her perspective. Mm-hmm. And you get, like, the, the dreams she's having, too. Like, you yeah. get more into the premonitions and dreams and more behind the scenes on her. Right. I'm trying so hard to like this, but it's... I know, but it's like, well, I don't know. I didn't think any of it really told any, like, anything that really added to the story, though. Like, I get her fear more, though. Like, I definitely get her fear more in this movie than I did in a previous movie. Like, her fear of Damien, like, her... I knew she was afraid of Damien in the first one, like... I guess I just get the sense more, like, you get the... It's more... To me... It was more, I cared more. See, to you me, could... it was totally unnecessary. Oh, see. Well, you don't care either way, right? No. You, you didn't connect with Kate at all on either. No. See, I didn't connect with Kate on the first one, but this one, because I got more of her fears and her her panicking and her dreams and her nightmares, like, I feel like more connected to Kate this time. Yeah, whereas I really didn't don't connect care. with her at all. Um... Where are we at? And like you said, do you want to talk about the zoo instead of the drive-through safari? Oh, the zoo part was really short, too. But um, 
they go to the zoo instead of the drive through safari and she's with some people it looks like they're with like like a group of kids looks like it's their class because they're all this the kids are on the same uniform yeah so i don't know if he's already in kindergarten at this point oh maybe so he's because it seems like he's with a class and she's with some women who were at the birthday party right and um damien's all by himself staring at the monkeys and she comes over to say oh doesn't want anybody want to play with you and he's just staring at the monkeys and staring at the monkeys and the monkeys get more and more agitated until one of the gorillas comes over and starts smashing the glass that's terrifying yeah it is that part was terrifying that part was scary I mean, I wasn't scared, but, like, if I was in that situation, I would have been scared. Right. Because it looked like he was almost going to break through. But. It did look like he was going to break through, yeah. And the last thing I would want as a zoo-goer is a loose gorilla. Yeah. I'm going to pass on that. Yeah. That loose croc, loose snake. Oh, you, you'd like a loose snake, though. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. I'd be like, can we pet it? If we find it, do we get to keep it? <laughs> I can totally see you doing that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, while this is going on, you have Father Brennan doing the exact same thing. The exact same verses he's saying to Robert, you know, the the mm-hmm. the thing he's reciting. Um, you've got Keith taking his pictures, finding the, like, almost lightning bolts through Father Brennan's, just getting more and more tangible. Mm-hmm. The noose around the old nanny's neck. Yep. You get them all trying to connect to each other. Um, Father Brennan finally does get his five minutes of fame. Where he tells her, you know, where he tells Robert the exact same stuff. Yeah, exact same in the stuff. Last movie. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you've never seen the original, which I hadn't until last week, fine. Okay. I get it. But see, this movie makes me mad because it's... Oh, we'll get into it. I don't want to go there yet. Do you want to wait to the end? I want to wait to the end. Okay, well, we'll skip ahead. So, Father Brennan does die. Um, same fucking exact same way. Same exact way. Although this time it goes through a stained glass window. It's very prettier. Yeah. Stained glass window prettier. goes through him. That's true. Yeah. Um, you got Keith and Robert. Um, Keith and uh Kate gets injured again, loses the baby that she has. Yeah. Same fucking thing. Yep. Toddler, little Danny Torres on his little trike, you know, running into the chair while she's tending to the plants that the other staff couldn't attend it to. Mm-hmm. At least this one doesn't have as many staff, I don't think. Didn't have as much staff here as the last one did, but um loses the baby, doesn't die somehow, going up down three flights. It was a three Three floor. Three floor fall, yeah. Um, and Robert goes to Italy with Keith. They got a lover's her. trip. Okay. I did connect here when I think because this movie moved slower, it gave me a chance to think about things more. Mm-hmm. And I was really pissed off at Robert for leaving Kate, like when she was like that. Yes. Because she was like terrified out of her mind. Oh yeah, she really was. And he just goes and leaves her to go to Italy. He's like, I got a lover's retreat with Keith. I got to go. <laughs> and so they go off to Rome. Don't find that the, the hospital's burned down. Like the same thing. Hospital's burned down. They go to visit the priest. He sends them to the cemetery. They go to the cemetery. At least they do have a little scene where they're at like a um, food truck. And Keith's 
through the Bible, like, it's not one thing in the Bible. He breaks it down, like, this is from this part of the Bible. This is from this part mm-hmm. of the Bible. Before, in the previous movie, it made it seem like it was one passage in the Bible that uh, Father Brennan was saying. Yeah, it was supposed to be, yeah. At least this time, like, Keith has, like, kind of marked it out. We're like, oh, it's... No, he picks and chooses the pieces from it. Mm-hmm. So I appreciated that a little bit more. But, yeah, the same thing. They go to the cemetery. They almost die in the cemetery. They see the grave of the jackal. And they see the grave of the baby with its head crushed in. Yeah. And then they get that attacked by dogs. so fucking old, though. Yeah, it was. The skeleton of that baby was at least, like, nine months. And I mean nine months after utero. Post-utero. <laughs> what are you doing, Kat? She's Plane. exploring. Um, while they're in Rome... That's when... So, Mrs. Blaylock does go to Kate in the hospital this time. This time, she's guarded, as she should have been, as an ambassador's wife. Yeah. There's a guard. Yeah. Should have been last time. And Mrs. Blaylock kills her differently this time. She takes a hypodermic needle and puts... um, Basically puts an air bubble Into in the IV, IV, which strokes her out. Yes. Horrible fucking way to die. Not yes. instantaneous at all. No. Such a very horrible So much crueler, I feel like, than yes. just throwing her out the window. So much crueler. And um, meanwhile, the guard's, like, facing Damien. I almost thought he was going to kill himself. Like, just stick the gun in his mouth because the way he's looking at, like, Damien, like, mm-hmm. it was very creepy. <laughs> it was weird. Um, but then, yeah, Keith and um, Robert gets the call that Kate's dead. Keith and... Robert go to Bugenheim. Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen. It's not hard. Yes, it is. Okay. Bugenhagen is a very hard word. What what's the origin of that? Bugenhagen. Like I don't know, but it's common. It's not the first place I've heard this that this Was name. it the last movie last week? No. It's not. Bugenhagen. Okay. The last movie last week was the first place I ever heard it, but I have heard it in another It's almost German Bugenhagen. It's probably as German. You think so? I don't know. What am I, an expert at languages? I don't know. Yeah, you are actually. That is your that is your fucking day job. Don't no, it's lie. Not. No I need to lie, Craig. Craig? <laughs> so we get the seven sets of knives the seven knives. The seven knives to kill Damien with. Yep, the same and knives, same basic thing. Robert throws them away again. Yep. Keith goes after them, and yep. again, it's another Final Destination. Yep. Where, what was it, this one? The roofers are roofing. They slip, the hammer slips off the roof, hits the rusted arm of the sign. The sign breaks and goes whoop and cuts off Keith's head. Yes so fucking i'm sorry it's just so final destination to me like it is the it, triggering of one thing after very another. much is um you know what also reminds me of too um what i mean final destination wasn't the first ones to do that though no no no. uh what are those things called in life after death uh the grim reaper uh the grim reaper show remember we used to watch it with dead uh, like me you mean? dead like me what are those little things called the gravelings how the gravelings set things into motion. Yeah. Reminds me of that, too. Like, from the first scene where they were yeah. setting things into motion. Um, anyway, so Keith dies. Robert's very sad because he's got to go back uh, partnerless from his lover's retreat. It was not, you know, they broke up. It's fine. It happens on a lover's retreat. 
Anyway, he goes back in his uh, little private jets, and he's ready to do this thing. Yeah, he is uh, determined. He has steeled himself. He goes there with a mission. He immediately like runs from the dog, but go but leads the dog into a trap to trap him in the basement. And then he goes after Damien. Mrs. Baylock like rises up like a leviathan from the ocean to kill him and he kicks her right in the face and just knocks her out and like runs for it with Damien. And this is different too because instead of stabbing her in the neck twice he runs her over with his car. Yeah he just flat out runs her over. (laughs) No fucks to give. She runs out towards him with like an axe or something. What does she even have? I can't remember. I can't remember what she even has, but Huge, she's got something to, like, pencil. she's going to attack the car with, and he just runs her over. I think it was one of those novelty pencils that are, like, seven yeah? feet long. Oh, that would be hysterical, okay. wouldn't it? That would be hysterical. <laughs> if it was one, like, they have in kids' rooms, like, those big yes. ones that they have in kids' rooms. That's what I'm talking rooms. about. Yeah. I'd be like, I'll get you, you son of a bitch, with my huge foam pencil. That would be hilarious. Um, yeah, so he takes him to the church, just like in the other movie. He gets shot by the coppers before... Okay, and this is where I have another problem. He gets shot by British cops in a church. Yeah. British cops, unless they're like tactical units, don't carry guns. Yeah, right. That's a huge thing for Britain. They're not into guns at all. Yeah. But yet they kill him. Both both movies they kill him by shooting him. Yep. And movie. And movie. Say your piece first and then I'll go in. Oh, um, well, God, now I don't even remember what I was going to say. Oh, come on now. Come on now. You got to believe. Do you want me to start first? Yeah, go ahead. I am so disappointed. This could have been a fantastic movie. You have an epically good cast, and it's wasted. You have Mia fucking Pharaoh. You have Liev Schreiber, who I know you don't know, Julia Stiles, um, David Thewlis. It's fucking wasted mm-hmm. by a stale script. Mm-hmm. And no innovation. Like, minor innovation. Minute innovation. Yeah. And the stealing of other movies. Yeah. It's a fucking disappointment. It is, totally. It was a disappointment when it was the only omen I'd seen. It was a disappointment. (laughs) I know. Well, it's so... Okay, so that was what I was going to say. It's so unnecessary that it makes me mad that there are people who have seen this movie and not the original. Agreed. Because it's so unnecessary. It's, 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 it's how I get angry. You know this. Chaos knows this very well. But listeners, you're going to know this now. I get fiercely fucking angry when Hollywood takes a foreign film and does a shot-by-shot remake because Americans are too fucking lazy to read subtitles. Yes. Pisses me off. It does. So bad. And there she, was, writes, she writes strongly worded letters. I, if I could, I would. If I knew how to write, I totally fucking would. <laughs> But it, it happens so often, and it's like they take two American known actors. Like the the best one I, know, I can think of, right at the top of my head, was mostly Martha. It's a Danish German flick. It's a fabulous flick. They took Aaron Eckhart when he was back in his uh, Aaron, um, um, uh, Aaron Brockovich days and Catherine Zanna Jones and put him in this movie line by fucking line, and it was only two years after the original came out. Oh my god! They didn't even wait five fucking years nice so it angers me 
It angers me because it's unnecessary. Because the source material is so much better and you don't need to do that. Exactly. And this is exactly what this is. Yes. Very little is added to it. All it was was a cash grab. Here's the 30th anniversary. We can remake this horror classic that has like fans all over and and we can make money on the name alone. Well, even if they had tried, like tried to entice new viewers like me, they failed at that even. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know where they went wrong. I can't even tell you because it is such a remake. I mean, it's such an exact. Why did they go wrong? I mean, if it's such an exact remake to the original, how is it wrong? It's just the tenseness is missing. Yeah, there's no. That's what there was such a sense of urgency in the first film that I did not get in this one. That's where I started thinking about things more in this one because I was I had time. Like in the first one, I'm just on the edge of my seat. I don't question why Gregory Peck runs off to Italy with the the cameraman because I'm like he has to stop Damien. Oh my god. But this movie is a minute less, though. That's what I don't get, though. Like, how do you miss the urgency when it's actually less time? Like, like what is missing there? Is it the direction? Is it the? It's not the writing because it's the same fucking movie. Yeah, I know. What is it about it? It's just stale. Yeah, it's totally stale. And it makes me mad because it's such a wasted cast. Yeah, it is. And you could have done so much better. Yes, this, the original script, like you said was they didn't even give him credit because it was so close to the original yeah fire the fucking screenwriter hire another one do something different like modernize it somehow they didn't even modernize it i mean can you think of anything that they did differently that actually modernized it from 1976 to 2006 well we don't have those safari parks anymore so they went to the zoo (laughs) Great. I'm so glad we went to the zoo instead. <laughs> I can't think of anything that different than actually modernized it, though. You know, it's... Yeah, it's... Maybe Damien's birthday party was a little more modernized. Oh, no, they still had the merry-go-round. I mean... It was exactly the same, too, yeah. Are we being stalked? I'm just wondering what's going on with them, because all of a sudden, Winnie's in Penny's spot. Because I'm in like, Winnie's spot? Probably. I'm I'm like low-key making sure a fart a fart (laughs) no that's already happened making sure a fight doesn't break out it doesn't break out no she's uh i think penny's gonna curl up with you at your feet okay um yeah just wasted that's like if it was like one word to be wasted Mm -hmm. wasted effort yeah wasted money oh god yeah all that money could have gone to cancer research come on (laughs) Okay. <laughs> and the funny thing is, too, is the um, the Father Brennan. Mm-hmm. That scene. I actually like that scene better in the remake than I did in the original. Really? Yeah, because I was like, oh, God, it's a wind tunnel. He's fine in the original. I don't, I don't remember why now. I don't remember the exact scene because it was a week ago and my memory's gone. But I remember while we were watching it thinking... Okay, I actually like this scene better. And I did like Kate better in this. Like, I didn't like the acting better, but I just like how we felt more of what she was feeling. But it still ends up being a crapper. Yeah. Like, even with those positives, somehow it's still as a whole. See, and I thought, um, oh, what's his name? Father Brennan. 
Pete Postlewaite? Pete Postlewaite. I love him, but I thought this was the most lackluster thing I had seen him do. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, this is towards the end of his life, too. Well, not only that, but I just feel like this is the fault of the direction. I agree. Like, I'm not saying that he gave a bad performance. I'm just saying, like, like if you have a bad director, you can tell the acting suffers for it. No, I agree. And who was the director on this, too, so we can give him crap? John Moore, who has also directed... Please hold. A Good Day to Die Hard. <laughs> Beh- okay, I do give him crap for Behind Enemy Minds is very good. But that's the only good movie he's done. He's done eight movies, two of which are shorts. And one of it was this. And the other one was A Good Day to Die Hard, which... Eh. If, I, if I remember that one correctly... No, I haven't seen that one, so... It's so... Oh, I did see that one. Yeah, that one is too. I do remember that one. With Jay Courtney and Miller Elizabeth Winstead. I do remember that one. Um, yeah, I'm going to say John Moore's fault for this one. Yeah. I think this was actually Pete Postlewaite's last movie, which kind of saddens me. Oh, that's sad. That's like Raul Julia's last movie. Oh, Street Fighter? Yes. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, thank God. I was like, wait a minute. He did plenty after this. Oh, good. Because he's such a good actor. I loved him. That's right. He did Inception after this and The Town. Both came after this. Okay, good. Both very good movies. So, and Clash of the Titans, which I haven't seen, but I heard good things. Maybe. Did you see it? Mm-mm. No. Um. Yeah, so those are my thoughts. What other thoughts did you have to add on to those? Well, I already gave my thoughts. How would you make this different if you were remaking it for 2026? Or would you remake it? I wouldn't remake it. That's the thing. Okay. Me either. I would leave it alone. It's a great movie on its own. You don't need to remake it. Agreed. Let sleeping dogs lie. There you go. <sighs> so angry. I don't usually come out of movies angry. Like, this is usually your realm. Yeah. Where you're pissed off about Final Destination. I don't usually come out, like, angry like this. But I'm actually angry at this movie. And I'm angry at myself for buying it. <laughs> um... Because I have a bad habit of that. Anytime I like an actor or I find a new actor or an actress that I like, I tend to buy all their movies. It's how I ended up with that Eliza Dushku movie. It's how I ended up with this movie. <sighs> Thank God for streaming. Otherwise, I probably own Dreamhouse. Just saying. So. Yeah, but that's where we're at. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's going to be a short one this week, but that's okay, I think, because it's kind of like Battle of the Omens. Yeah. I don't have any fan fiction that's different from last week. Okay. Do you want to make a fan fiction or should we just let Sleepy Dogs lie on that too? Um, I'm going to make a fan fiction that Damien opens up a hot fish shop. I'm going to go kill myself in a hot fish shop. <laughs> Swear to God. And then Carnage, Chaos will be like, oh, look, Carnage died in a hot fish shop. <laughs> It was her life's achievement to die in a hot fish shop. To die in a hot... I'm no. buy a ticket to London just so I could find a hot fish shop and die in it. No, what did we say? That you grew to be very litigious in your life? Oh, yeah. We were talking earlier about our, um, our Stand By Me. Uh, <laughs> our Stand By Me endings. Carnage would later go on in life to be very litigious. She sued most of the Fortune 500 companies in her later years. Yeah. <laughs> what was chaos? And chaos... Um, you have to do it in your Stand By Me voice. Oh, I never saw Stand By Me. 
I don't even know if this is the right movie. I'm pretty sure it's a Stand By Me. Yeah, it's Stand By Me. And Chaos went off. And Chaos went off to... What did I do? You became a puppeteer at Sesame Street. Oh, that's right. Chaos went off to become a puppeteer at Sesame Street. And I said that was very accurate, that I would get, like, really obsessed with something really obscurely, like, niche like, puppeteering. And, yeah. Chaos got really into puppeteering later in life. Yeah. That's totally something I would do. I'm not into puppeteering, by the way. I just, that's something I would do. No, we were mocking because I actually the one that took a puppet class, puppet making class. Yeah. It was a sad time in my life. The clowns were very <laughs> it unhappy. me up. Just try to graduate, man, okay? Leave me alone. I found it all very amusing. <laughs> I hate you so much. I think I threw all my putts, puppets away, thank God. Did you really? Yeah. I didn't want to see them again. I want to see those puppets again. That's too again. bad. I was going to start like moving them around your house when you Shut were looking. your mouth. I hate you. That'd be horrifying. I made some horrifying puppets. Uh, you did. I know. You you, you shut up, you. <laughs> I liked my little Grim Reaper puppet. I liked your Grim Reaper puppet, too. Yeah. But it would dark extra- is what my teacher said. It Very was- dark. Dark. But it would have been extra creepy moving around your house. Uh, Should we rate? Yeah, let's rate this thing. You go first. Oh, what was your... Well, technically, this is your movie. Why don't you go first? Is it? Okay. It's so hard for me. I'm going to go 5.0015. I like the actors. I hate the acting. Uh, it's hard. I, I have conflicting. I like you hear more about Catherine's, you know, you feel more about Catherine. I just didn't. I like Leah Schreiber as an actor. He stuck as Robert Thorne. You yeah, can't compete with Gregory Peck, apparently, no, except in age. He's a silver fox. I get it. I'm just saying. Um, David Thewlis, I loved him as Keith. I don't know. I just. Leah kind of ruined it for me as I Robert Ford. Like, I, like. I love David Thewlis, but I was just like, he is acting here. He is playing a role. Like, he didn't lose me in his character. I didn't believe he was Keith. I was like, he is acting. Yeah, I get that. I do get that. And um, David was a weird little fucker. Yeah. But mostly I just wanted to smack him across his face. So he didn't creep me out. He just no. made me want to slap a bitch. Yeah. What was your rating? Um, I'm giving it a 3.5. Damn! Yeah. Yeah, the only thing that I liked was the cast. That, for me, that was the only thing it had going for it. Alright, well, should we pimp and get the fuck out before we rip this movie in further to shreds? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, uh, we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful podcast network. Morbidlybeautiful.com is your place for all things horror. We are on the social media. We are at Podcast at Night on Facebook. We have a Facebook group run by our social media, Maverick Maverick. We have a Instagram and a Twitter and a Slasher. We are also on Good Pods as well as Everywhere Podcasts Live. Our um, our marketing guru is K is Carnage. 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 It's my new name. Our marketing guru is Carnage. Our editor and graphic designer is Chaos. And although, oh, just press on Chaos. It's okay. <laughs> 
I was going to say, although I, I'm terrible at it. Shut up, my Um Stop fishing for compliments, Chaos. I'm You're not, fabulous that's not at what it. I'm doing. Um, okay, so we also would really appreciate a review. It helps get more listeners on the show. So leave us a five star review uh, wherever you listen, or just tell people you know about the show. That helps too. Um, and also, if you're interested, we do have a merch store that will be linked in the show notes. And that's all from me, Chaos. So I'll just say thanks for listening and stay bloodthirsty, friends. And good night from Carnage. And as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of two cats that are going on a lover's retreat in Italy, but only one are coming back. Oh. Wow.